I'll do the first one. Did you uh, drop the articles in Rec Podcast? No, your oh. our personal one. Sorry. No, I think you dropped. Oh them no, in. I did drop them in Rec That's Podcast. That's okay. Fuck. Sorry. That's okay. Now they know what they're, we're going to talk about. <laughs> we'll let them in behind the curtain. I'll delete them. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Uh, pretty good, man. You know, I think uh, I might be coming down with something. I feel like shit today. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I didn't get enough sleep and just have a, it's it's it feels like I didn't get enough sleep, but I think yeah. I did. You might be on day two of your Lakers hangover. Ah, oh, buddy, I was uh, I was pumped. So like that night, I only got like two hours of sleep. Um, but last night, I got like a good seven hours of sleep, and I feel like I, I didn't sleep at all. And uh, I feel like I got a ton of allergies. So I don't know if I'm sick or I just I'm tired and have allergies, and I, I don't know what it is. Uh, it could be both, which <sighs> just is not good for anybody. No. Tell us about your your Lakers experience, though. I mean, why did you only sleep for two hours? There was a game. So um, the NBA implemented a new play-in series uh, to start the playoffs. So just to to kind of, for people that don't understand the NBA, uh, normally, just like most sports, uh, if you're ranked one through eight, you get to make the playoffs um eight you know one plays eight two plays seven so on and so forth but what we were seeing over the past decade is a lot of people on the bottom end of that would tank their season so once they knew they weren't they didn't have a chance for the playoffs they'd pull all their good guys and just play like shit and hopefully get a number one overall pick which made complete sense and i agree with tanking uh but what the nba did to try to kind of overcome that issue is install you know implement this play-in series where Teams that were in the ninth and 10th spot uh, got a chance to make the playoffs. So 9 and 10 play each other, 7 and 8 play each other. Whoever loses 9 and 10 is out. The winner plays the loser of 7 and 8 for a chance to make the 8th spot. Uh, The Lakers, due to significant uh, (laughs) injuries to LeBron James and Anthony Davis, found themselves in the 7th spot. And they found themselves in the seventh spot. The eighth spot was Golden State, uh, who is uh, run by Steph Curry. And they have been on a mission over the last 20 games. So I was super scared. The team that they put out on uh, for that game had only played with each other three games. Wow. Their record, the starters record together was two and one. And I almost had a heart attack at that point. Uh, so the game started off very poorly. Uh, at halftime, I think we were down by 13 points, which was not fun. Uh, didn't look like we were going to put the ball in the basket at all. It ended up turning out to be one of the greatest Laker games, like a classic. It was a classic game. Uh, LeBron James ends up sinking a 35-foot three-pointer to put them up by three with like 30 seconds left. Blind. Blind, no eyes. Oh he couldn't God. see. What a joke! Get out of here with that. Crap. <laughs> I didn't realize. First of all, I did not realize you were a LeBron hater. 
I, I, I'm not specifically, except for when he pulls shit like that. Like, get over it. You got poked in the eye an hour ago. Like, don't act like you weren't <laughs> look like you could you couldn't see the basket. Like, it's just that's what LeBron does that pisses me off so much. It's like so. There's it's there's, just not enough for him to be the greatest basketball player. He's got to be the greatest basketball player with his hands and feet tied behind his back, and he's and he's complaining that he can't see. He says he shot at three rims. Like get out of here. <laughs> he literally quoted Rocky. Uh, says, I see three of them. Hit the one in the middle, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um, but I do think that that should have been a flagrant foul on um on who i'm just can't think of his name now um anyways the forward for golden state uh he literally just smashed him in the face and anything at the head should be a flagrant foul which it wasn't called but whatever the the game we won the game i was doing my best impression of alex caruso on the court in my living room doing defensive slides from one side of the room to the other bending my knees i was in perfect form um but yeah i i was i my body was literally sore the next day uh from from jumping around and and acting a fool uh so i was i was pumped it was a super good game uh made some new friends from our other show um the mint condition we had uh preston johnson on uh who is like an like an uh, espn old espn guy uh he's doing some cool nft stuff but he turns out to be a also a big Laker fan, so I'm messaging with him uh, most of the game. It was uh, it was a good time. Really, good time. Sl- slid into those DMs. I uh, know we're just kind of tw- like public tweeting each other. Oh, I guess. nice. Okay. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a good, good good time. W- way to bury the lead. <laughs> it's just we we're we're really great at that. Uh, the it seems I said this last week. Uh, I said this last week. It seems like every Friday. We are at one extreme of the market Boy. or the other, right? Like it. This is three weeks in a row. The the you know three weeks ago we were uh, down a ton. Last week we were up and and uh, you know feeling good. And this week has been uh, you know turmoil, pain- turmoil, painful, painful, max pain. I mean, look, you. We've got to give a little credit where credit was due. I asked you how you were feeling about the market last week, and you said you were nervous. Uh, I told you what the Bitcoin dominance was, um, you know, and mm-hmm. just we just went through what you know current prices were and all of that. And uh, you were nervous, and you kind of called it. You didn't really say. Oh yeah, this is it. We're going down. Yeah, I didn't say we're going to zero. <laughs> no, but uh, you kind of said, "Hey, I'm I'm not feeling as excited as I should." When you brought up the over two trillion dollar market cap and the dominance of Bitcoin, I I didn't realize where they were at the time, and it was definitely worrisome. Okay, so uh, here's where we are now. We are at one point six trillion dollars. So much down, healthier. <laughs> uh, we are at one point six trillion dollar market cap. Uh, okay. Bi- Bitcoin itself is at a six hundred and ninety six uh, million. Uh, no, sorry, six hundred ninety six billion. Um, we have Bitcoin dominance at. Would you like to guess? Um. So it was what thirty nine last week, thirty seven. Yeah, something like that. Down there, yeah. Forty three. Forty-one point six. All right. Okay. 
Better. Uh, yes. And so that's where we are going into today's episode. Uh, let's check on the top 10. Last last week, we were way up in the sky. We are still up in the 50s. Um, this week, not so much. We are looking at a current price of Bitcoin, $37,210, a seven-day uh, minus 25.3% on the seven days. Uh, ETH, same deal, much worse. Um, uh, $24, 34% down this week. Um, then we've got Binance down 40, uh, 40%. We got Cardano down, uh, 19%. XRP down 23%. Dogecoin down, uh, 27% at number seven. What was 40%? What was 40% down? BNB. Ooh, that's, I heard some shenanigans happening with BNB. You heard well, this? I've heard shenanigans having happening with BSC. That's what I mean there. specifically. Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, all, all kinds of uh, exploits. I, I don't and know. Rug pulls yeah, I don't. I mean, something I, about bunnies. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but I they always seem scammy to me. Um, and I know. Yeah, some you of played them. over there. Look, you are not afraid to go play in the mud, and you went over there for what a week, and we're like, nah, a weekend. A weekend. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, this ain't for me. <laughs> that's that's a little. The mud was a little too dirty. <laughs> po- Polka dot at number eight at thirty at minus thirty nine percent. And then something else here at number ten that I have never heard of. Uh, I don't know where it came from. Maybe it's a I, it has never been in the top ten as far as I know. Um, it is down fifty one percent this week. It might be a rebrand if it was down fifty one percent and it's still in the top ten. Internet computer ICP. Oh, that's insane! Clown Posse's coin, I think. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, yeah. The, to- the uh, ticker is uh, hashtag Violent J. <laughs> Oh, um, I don't know. I don't know if let's. I don't know if that's a rebrand. Um, I, I've never heard of it myself either. Um, but again, we're not uh, very smart when it comes to these things. We know yeah, we but, know some things, but, but like you would figure uh, a top ten. Yeah, What's it called? Yeah. Let's let me pull this up here. Internet, Internet computer ICP computer crypto. What is this all about? Internet computer, $15 billion, aims to remake the web out of nowhere? All-time high, May 10th, $700. We really have our th- our, our fingers on the pulse of crypto, as you can absolutely All-time say. low, May 19th, two days ago. Okay. I, I just don't... It's I don't, on Coinbase. It's on Coinbase? Oh, my God. We must... There's... I feel stupid for not knowing. What right? This is. It's on Binance. It's on Hilby. Um, I don't know what it is, but it, it, I've never seen it in the top ten either way. So uh, <laughs> that's that's the moral of this story. Oh, it's well, Definity's new ICP token. Definity. Okay, that's what it is. There we go. Now that listed makes... twenty four hours ago. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't feel as bad. Something's uh, happening. We'll, we'll have more news on uh, on uh, ICP and it's in Cloud Posse token next week. <laughs> we'll do a little bit more research on it. Yeah. So, uh, but pretty painful week. Um, so I ask you the same question I ask you every week: How are you feeling? Uh, the amount I don't know about everybody else, 
But assuming if you've been listening to us for a while, you're probably up over the last few years. Like if you've been listening to us since, you know, 2018, you're, you're probably up overall. The amount of money you lost on, what was it, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday? I don't know. Yeah, Wednesday. Was probably the most money you lost in your life, at least, you know, on paper. Uh, it was it was painful. It was I was having little heart murmurs. I think uh, <laughs> as it was going down, uh, and you look at your. So overall, was it really like that bad for you? Because I feel like you've, uh, bro- you know, that you you're you're seasoned to this. Like it's it's uh, it's you've okay. been here before. You've seen you, these kind of things before. Is it because because like the percentages? I don't think were anything that if you've been around since 2017. That you're not used to seeing, right? Like thirty uh, percent you've seen before, forty percent down you've this seen before. This was fifty, I think, at one point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, and there's plenty of stuff. Like uh, there's plenty of stuff still down that much over the week, right? Yeah, like 46%. I'm saying, Max Payne was maybe fifty. You know what I mean? Even though it's not there now, like it, it, we touched Shiba Inu down sixty one point seven percent. That's a scammy though. So, but I mean, we touched thirty k. That's yeah. what, that, that, that's what, 30k. That's crazy. Um it, I mean, it was it was I think it was just unexpected. Uh last year in March we had Black Monday or whatever it was um where It was a Thursday, but It was Black was Thursday. Yeah. Um I mean we it it was almost the same thing, right? Like v- percentage-wise? Oh yeah, I mean or maybe more. Bitcoin was at like 6K and then it went down went to, to like 3,100. 3, yeah. Right. So, so that's what I mean. But like, so percentage wise, we've seen this before. Right. But that was a really like the Black Thursday. Right. That you was a Black 20, Swan event type of stuff. That was a, exactly. But also not that we were expecting it, but like there was a lot of uncertainty in all markets. Yeah. Uh, this one was more unexpected. Uh, the, at least the degree, the severity of the dip. Do you know what I mean? At least that for me it was. Like I didn't yeah. expect a fifty percent haircut. I mean, there was a lot of uh, in one day. <laughs> there was a lot of media type catalysts. Like last week, we talked about all the Elon stuff. The Elon, was, yeah. There was China fud that comes around every once in a while. So like uh, you know, there was a lot of these quote unquote catalysts that drove uh, you know potential prices down. Um, but I, I don't know. I didn't feel much <laughs> like, i'll tell you the only I difference mean, look i i bought i tri- like that's I, what you're supposed to do i bought i, I had I some cash sitting around and you know you've heard me uh whine and complain uh mm-hmm. that i've misplayed some of this uh bull run in the past so uh i had to put my money where my mouth is this time so i think i bought i bought a chunk of bitcoin at uh 32 it was like coming back up <laughs> Right. When yeah, was, man. Like, to come back up. So I bought at thirty-two. So you know, already looking like a decent buy. Um, Absolutely. I don't see a ton more downside from here, from where we were. Right. Like, um, and the, I think that's what made makes me nervous was the the severity was so unexpected. I agree with you that I think it's all done, but like now I I just feel a little bit shook. Like, could there be more? Because the first one was so unexpected, could there be more unexpected downside? I'm sure there could. Uh, but again, this kind of goes right back to what we talked about last week is like, where is Max Payne? Like, where is that 
70 percent down and we said what is you know around 30k 20k, 20 30k well ma- yeah max coin, right? yeah i think we talked we said 30k had a lot of support which it did and you know it proved to be true and then max pain would be 20k i think yeah and i and hope so, that's not the case but I, well yeah. it's funny you know the top was in when we were both talking last week about how many ethereum we could use per month to pay our bills yeah <laughs> i'm so glad i cashed out a couple of ethereum the other day you know we were like we were like hey you know you only need two ethereum to pay for two months bills <laughs> now, now you need two ethereum for one month's bill yes I think. exactly so uh i think that that was a top signal for us right that yep. the sign that we needed a cool down but uh, i was very happy you yeah get, i always get nervous when i cash out a little bit um, yeah, you, know, you made the right play there. That was good. A solid. It made me, it made me happy. So, but so that's where we are. I personally think we're probably, um, you know, through the worst of it. I would say, like, I we saw Ethereum on some exchanges hit like seventeen hundred. Right. Wow. I don't see it going much further down than that. Like, but again, you, I mean, all you have to keep this all in perspective. A month ago, this is where we were like right from on ethereum right like this right. is where we were a month ago exactly. and so you know the people really feeling pain are the ones that again i'll say this again i say it every time are over leveraged right if you're sitting in spot that you bought uh, two months ago three months ago you're not that phased yeah you lost a chunk of all your unrealized gains but like you know you're not wrecked wrecked no the people that are wrecked are the people that were using leverage that have been liquidated and then the same people who bought the dip with leverage are probably uh not safe those people are not safe right like no if you're, you know at this point one percent move is 320 or 372 dollars oh, right crazy so like if you're going with 100x leverage on a on a dip buy you know not the smartest move so again i like i feel like i've said that every fucking week for the past two months right like yep. uh so i don't know but that's how i feel um i bought so you know i, I have the hashtag diamond hands diamond hands <laughs> i just love the fact that uh what's his name barstool guy uh, yeah he comes in buys and then he <laughs> Just the next day, yeah, gets just brutalized. It's fantastic. And um, (laughs) the you know the people that are also probably hurting are anybody that's new to crypto in this last year, uh, or sorry, in the last in 2021. Maybe they came in from Top Shot and started dabbling in crypto. Uh, Those people are probably down a significant amount. Or TikTok. Yeah, or TikTok, you know, those people are probably down a significant amount, which uh, is unfortunate, but you will, look, we've talked before, you know, we both stand strong that we think 100K is inevitable, 150K is inevitable for Bitcoin, so, you know, 5,000 is inevitable for Ethereum, so it's just, uh, be patient, yeah. be patient, I think, don't um, panic. I think... L- I would probably say that you're, you're right, that the worst is is over for this downside. Um, you know, we'll, 
the, <laughs> we have a little bit to catch. I mean, to get back to all time highs. Well, that was what I. Move. That was my next question to you: is what's next? We're we're not going straight to seventy k like you said, like you no. thought a couple of weeks ago, right? Like right. We did uh, hit. We did hit sixty five though, for the record. Yes, correct. No. Uh, so yeah, pretty pretty darn good. Um, but your sell orders at seventy k didn't hit. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> um, but, but the sixty nine nine. You know, an, an all time high now isn't. It's it's pretty is, far away. Doesn't necessarily mean that's it's, happening next week or next no, month. Like we that's can a thirty thousand dollar move. We can sit here and chop for a, a long time, and mm-hmm. that's we okay. Also, will. right? So I mean, that's okay because it gives you an opportunity to look. It was up only for a long time so like if you were if you missed any of it and you were on the sidelines and you know it's a bad idea to buy uh ethereum at 4100 like you've now got uh another shot here on a lot of these things right like right um it was up only from i would say october 2020 i'm just looking at the chart here october 2020 all the way to to to, um, to sixty five, which was April fifteenth. Yeah. So like, you've got another shot here for decent entries, right? Anybody who's been getting in recently. We lost a lot of people, though. I want to say, I think we lost a lot of people. I'm sure we did. Um, but not the people we wanted. So. Well. The people we want are still are still kicking around. You know what is. I, did we lose them and you know or are we just baptizing the new class right like this is this is what happened to us in 2018 right like <laughs> we yeah. we jumped we jumped in and bitcoin was up in the up at you know but how many people did whatever. we lose in eight in 18 in like you know 2017 2018 well i mean look i think the how, what have you learned in that time, right? Lots, it, yeah, lots. Okay, and and part of it is I think the biggest one of the biggest things that I've learned is is one conviction and two patience. Yep. And if you don't have one, you can't have the other, right? <laughs> right. Like, That's a good point. You don't have if you don't have conviction you can't have patience at right like and i think uh that's going to be a big problem for people i think you see that same thing with nfts right like you need to have conviction because it's not always the most liquid thing it's not always something that you can flip the next day um but yeah without one you can't have the other and those are the probably the biggest things that i learned in the 2017 or 2018 time yep. right and uh, if I had more conviction, I'd be sitting here a little more wealthy than I am today. Uh, but I ain't missing again. That's not. That's not I'm not missing right. again. You know what I mean? Like we're still higher than we were then, but uh, not as high as we know one day we'll be. Right. So right. it's like, you know, I'm personally, you know, if you go back through the archives of Rex Podcast, there will probably be a six month period where. I sound like I'm fucking done with crypto. <laughs> For the record, there is 100% that six-month period. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And so, like, uh, and I, I don't think I'm going to get that way again. Like, I don't think that's going to happen to me um, because of, of these lessons that I've learned. So, I mean, what do you think? What are your key takeaways for somebody who might be new 
this year or uh, might be hurting after this week. Yeah, I mean, to anybody that's new, um, I mean, I lost 50% of what I put in when I first got I got in. Um, you Yeah, you learn. if, And I mean, we've said it before. If you stay in the space and you're not just a complete, absolute idiot, you know what I mean? You, you're probably going to make some money. So yeah, you probably lost. If you're down 30, 40, 50%, of the money you put in at the beginning of the year, yeah, it's shitty, but hang on tight. Uh, it's it's not going to be that bad. Look for the trends, you know, kind of keep an eye out, see who's doing what, see what's being talked about. Um, there's going to be there's going to be new fun things to get into. Um, you know, when we first got in, it was ICOs, it was you know those types of things. A lot of new uh, altcoins. Uh, you know, Ethereum displacers, that kind of thing. And then there was, you know, there was new trends along the way that you could have made money in. Uh, you know, we got into DeFi, made some money there. Obviously, DeFi is still a thing. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. Uh, NFTs kind of have been around that whole time as well, but really has started to peak over the last six, seven months. So, I mean, th- th- just be patient, listen to smart people, and and try to catch that you know try to catch as much of the next thing as possible. That would be yeah. my my advice. And and don't be shy like what Bunchu did. Like he bought at thirty two. Everybody was scared shitless, including the guy speaking right now. Uh, and Bunchu put his took his balls out, put them on the table, and he said, "Hey, I'm buying at thirty two k." And you know what? It's been a good move so far. It's uh, it's so funny. It's like that there are so many times I can remember uh, having not done that, right? Like, where it's a, and you know, it, it's it, it, you know, everybody screams and yells BTFD. You know what I mean? But uh, it's hard to do. Yeah. Right? But like fundamentally what changed not too much we got a cool down from where we were uh and like i said if you were pissed that you were missing this run you got a half reset right (laughs) like you know Uh, so you should be looking to buy things that you have these convictions in now that doesn't mean go 100x long that doesn't mean because Guess what? If it drops to 28 next week, like, again, I didn't buy a whole Bitcoin here. So, you know, I bought uh, I bought a couple grand worth of Bitcoin at uh, at 32. Right. Because that's what I had liquid that I could put in. But, um, you know, so (laughs) what's funny is that's also probably my highest buy of Bitcoin ever, like bulk buy of Bitcoin ever. Uh, So those two things can be true. Right. You buy the dip, but you're also buying at a a price that you never thought you'd buy at. Right. Uh, and, and don't be the first, like you were saying, the people that were buying Ethereum at 4,100. Um, maybe you don't want to be the person that's buying at all-time highs. Um, don't get too excited about something. And I mean, just speaking for myself, I mean, there are things uh, that I've purchased that were going on an uptrend that everybody was talking about and I aped in and I, you know, I FOMO'd in and I could have purchased at a much lower price because the hype cycle uh, was was at a at a premium. And now, like you know, like we said a month ago, we were at this point. It's more like February. Yeah, mm, okay. mid mid February. 
That's even so better. <laughs> it's, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's even better. Um, like, anybody that bought after February or that felt like they were missing out can now buy at February prices. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. much better. Um, so, I don't know. It's it's It can always get worse. But if you're purchasing at a at a you know 30, 40, 50 percent discount, it can still go another 30, 40, 50 percent, but at least you're not I was just buying at say, an all-time high. I was gonna say it could all like if and I think this, you know, I had confidence in buying Bitcoin at that and pushing my chips in on Bitcoin. I don't know if I would have had the same confidence on, you know, some of these lower cap shit coins. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like because we've seen that you know they get wrecked on the way down and they'll also get wrecked on the way up for bitcoin for bitcoin right? yeah so for sure be much more careful with projects like that right but i think if you're talking top 10 stuff like big caps mm-hmm. uh you have less to worry about from that perspective and buy the bloodiest stuff too like uh i mean i don't know if necessarily buying i forget which one was 40 percent bnb Maybe that's not a bad one to buy a 40% discount. <laughs> like, that's a nice, I mean, as much as I'm not a, the biggest fan of Binance and how about, B&B, how about Polkadot at 39%? That's what I'm saying. Like, that sounds like a good buy. Like, that's... Hey, look, you can buy internet computer at 51% <laughs> discount right now. <laughs> that seems rough. I don't know about that one. But, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe that is a good one. Um, how, but yeah. how about this one? Uniswap down 41% this week. That, to me, is a nice one. That's uh, that's a no-brainer buy. That's I a think. nice buy. Like that is a no-brainer buy. That will be again a top ten coin. Right now it's yeah. sitting at thirteen. Right. So, uh, you know. Meanwhile, how about how about this for you? Solana only down six point three percent for the week. Boy, that's a nice one. Yeah. Uh, or how about this one? Matic uh, or Polygon uh, up fifty percent in the seven days. I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about it. I think I said. I don't know if I said it on the show. But I definitely said out loud to people that we should be buying Matic. Oh, yeah. Um, and I never did. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I, I did the exact same thing. Exact so, same thing. Very upsetting. Yes, it is. But anyway, okay, that is our long-winded uh, comforting, I think. Yeah, I that's what we want to do. We want to comfort the people. Reassuring, yes. Uh, so if you got wrecked this week. Um, Especially if you're a new listener and you got wrecked, that's... Yeah, we, we've been there and we feel your pain. Uh, so, But uh, the sun will shine again upon your glorious crypto holdings. Upon your sh- hairy shoulders. <laughs> I was going to go there and I changed direction. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, we, we do have a couple news stories today. So let's get to the news. <laughs> All right, I've got the first one here. So look, here's an here's a silver lining. Uh, oh, I Google, like those. Google search volume for all cryptocurrency topics breaks an all-time high. So the weekly search volume on Google for the topic cryptocurrency has reached its highest level yet, both in the U.S. and worldwide, according to Google Trends. Um, the search volume peaked during the week of May 19th through 15th when the price of Bitcoin was still above $50,000. So we'll see what happens in the next uh, month. Um, but 
the uh, a topic on Google Trends includes related search terms, meaning the volume is more indicative of a wider interest in crypto than just the specific word. In fact, the search volume for the word cryptocurrency is actually lower than it was in 2017, but higher as an overall included if you uh, search related topics. So I see. that's interesting if you're thinking about... Uh, you know what that could mean for you know what people are actually interested in hopefully people um, are searching crypto podcasts that's <laughs> <laughs> google trends twitter account pointed out that searches for should i sell my crypto rose 400 percent in the u.s yesterday <laughs> funny. Uh, that's yes. funny <laughs> that is funny but google trends breaking an all-time high i think it's pretty obvious that uh we're starting to you know creep into mainstream and i think uh you know love or hate nba top shot i think you have a, a really that we have a big uh reason to thank them for bringing new people in like there's this whole new top shot crowd that is just learning about crypto and not only nfts but DeFi and things like that i'm in a bunch of these discords where these people's first crypto experience was uh dapper and now they're trying to learn about DeFi and altcoins and bitcoin and all that stuff so um people are coming in and i think again now's another time to get involved thoughts i uh, you know this is this is when you can make your money um these are the times. Uh, this, it's, it's. I'm really, I'm really interested. Like you said, NBA Top Shot brings in a ton of people. Uh, I think we're gonna see that melt from NFT because NFTs, I would argue, were probably more popular over the last few months than crypto. Would you agree or no? Uh, yeah, we definitely went through NFT hype cycle. Like NFT was more pop. Like I'm trying to think. Like like Doge was very popular. With obviously with um, with Elon, but I think overall, and I might be wrong, but I think overall the market was hotter on NFTs, and it was more in the zeitgeist than necessarily crypto was. Would you agree there? Yeah, I think so. And I think because of the relation between NFTs and crypto, you're going to see a lot of that, like you said, people coming over to crypto looking well, into Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin. it's funny, like. Des from our show Mint Condition, like even he wasn't really well versed in crypto prior, right? Like, I feel so, yeah, he said he said he was around for a while, but I don't know if he's like involved for that long, right? But so I mean, and he's a very knowledgeable guy, is my point, right? So like he, you know, there's this whole class of people that are coming from that stuff that are getting involved in crypto for the first time, so. right? Uh, well, like you know, deep crypto, like exactly uh, like learning our, our, our learning stuff. about DeFi, uh, learning about Bitcoin, learning about the seven thousand altcoins that are now on CoinGecko, <laughs> and the like and the benefits of you know decentralized finance and you know decentralized currencies, uh, because that th that might not be because I don't know, for myself that was something that really pulled me in uh, originally. Are you doing uh, a lot of DeFi right now? Are you no. doing a lot of staking? Are you doing any no, farming? No, none. Are zero. You zero. Um, why? Why? I'll tell you why. Uh, before I was playing with smaller amounts of overall dollars, uh -huh. um, and I did pretty well uh, on some coins on an exchange. But now I'm at a at a point. <laughs> without saying too much, I don't know what to like. If I make a trade to move stuff out, like the volume is much higher. And I don't know how that affects, you know, reporting to my government for taxes. 
So I haven't been trading a lot. Like I, I have my bags. I haven't touched a bag in forever. Uh, really? I have Ethereum on the side. I have Ethereum on the side, but I have a lot. You know, some of that Ethereum is invested in NFTs. Um, which, so this is which, the first time you have legitimate tax concerns, is what you're saying? For my alt bags, yes. So e- Ethereum, I have Ethereum. I haven't really been playing around. Fees have been high for Uniswap, um, and I'm using a lot of that for NFT stuff, which um, you know is tied up, and I'm okay with it being tied up. I it's fine just leaving it there. Uh, but the other portions of my alt bags uh, are at a point where, yeah, it's just like, well, if I sell a full bag or a half a bag, I'm like, oh, okay, what, what does that mean? Is is, is FTX going to report me to the government of Canada for my taxes? Like, I know, see. I, so you're, it's because it's on an exchange. Correct. That's yeah. what your concern is. So you're yeah. concerned about them reporting it for correct. you. Correct. Interesting. So yeah. uh, before I let you go, then I'm going to, I'm going to, it just, goes perfectly into what my next story is um the president uh president's tax gap which president the real president or the fake one uh not your president oh okay (laughs) (laughs) i just keep hearing that that joe biden's not the real president oh oh i I see (laughs) i see well i don't know you might be following the wrong people on twitter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, look. I'm joking. By the way, for the record, I I, I believe Joe Biden is the uh, is the real president of the United States. Yes, I did. All. However, see an image of him. I don't know if this was real or not. The other day, I saw it yesterday. It was quite funny. You know, they make fun of him being old and stuff. But he was driving a well, vehicle. I mean, every president's got you got to make fun of him for something. Something, absolutely right. Um, except for Obama, he was very cool. Uh, I don't know what people made fun of him about. Uh, uh, more just impressions, I think. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but there was a picture of Joe Biden driving a vehicle, and he's you know he's on the steering wheel, and then you, ha- <laughs> if you looked carefully, you could see a second steering wheel on the passenger side, like a la you know driver <laughs> test. Yeah. I-, I don't know if it was real or not, but I thought it was hilariously funny. That's um, really funny. Yeah. But- <laughs> Um, but the president's tax gap proposal calls for businesses to report crypto transactions above $10,000. So right. here you go. This is fucking exactly what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So Joe Biden is giving the IRS additional funding to address the crypto market. He wants to uh, he wants the tax regulator to apply some traditional standards to crypto exchanges. Um, so the Treasury released a report very um, not too long ago detailing tax compliance measures aimed at closing the tax gap, which is essentially just the difference of what's owed versus what's actually paid. Um, And some of those measures are aimed at crypto, including requirements here that exchanges will have to report gross receipts and purchases. Um, So this report apparently calls crypto uh, virtual currencies a significant concern for tax evasion. specifically as that because the market grew two trillion in the in the last year um but basically it says 
that uh, increased number of ways that people are able to hide income is encouraging fewer people to comply with the tax rules. Um, so for that reason, the proposal includes additional resources for the IRS uh, to address crypto reporting, as well as a new regime that will also cover exchanges and custodians. So that would be, you know, like your Coinbase or your Gemini or things like that. Right. Um, it calls for businesses receiving crypto to report on transactions larger than ten thousand dollars a standard that already exists for cash transactions so your concern is probably pretty legitimate right and again this is all obviously has to do with the united states i live in canada but you know who's to say those rules won't mirror each other in the near future well the concerns are probably the same right like yeah especially for canada there's you know you guys pay a lot of taxes and uh, why wouldn't they want their cut? What's your what? What percentage of tax uh, do you guys pay? Like on average, I like don't an know, average person? Far, far too much. <laughs> You're too much. I feel like I pay. Well, I I'm know. too much compared to what I th- want to pay in taxes. Like That's we don't f- we don't pay as much as you up there. But what? Like, what do you think I pay? I don't know. You guys are basically slaves. <laughs> I, I don't know, 51%? No, like 30% maybe? 51% I think I pay there? 30 or 32%. No, I think that's kind of around what, what I pay. Is, like I, I think definitely, I'm like 28% or something. I don't know. Like you could get free healthcare for that same price up here. <laughs> See, there you go. No, I mean... Look, honestly, oh, I, might, oh. I might move there because... And here's why. I What I hate about uh, the United States is how they... You know, people are are like we we go back and forth in our wrecked podcast chat all the time talking about how, you know, people hate working real jobs and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, part of the reason is because being an entrepreneur or owning your own business is not exactly friendly uh, as it could be in the U.S. Like if you have to go. Oh, is it not? I thought it was. Well. In this sense, with the healthcare, right? Like, right. I stay at my job largely because I have insurance, right? <laughs> if, well, if you I have mean, to go pay for private insurance in the U.S., it is very, 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 very expensive, right? So, like, I mean, very expensive. So, it's an expense that you don't realize that you have if you just quit your job tomorrow and decide you're going to go work for yourself. Um, you know so, my, I mean? my benefits run out at the end of the month for my past job. So benefits, in Canada, it's not like everything's free. So for example, um, like I have an asthma inhaler and I think the full list price on it, like if you're paying out of pocket, I think maybe is like, I don't know, say $30. Um, with my benefits, I end up paying like $4 for it. Right. So I'm now going to have to pay the $30. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, like dentists, like I can't, like dentist isn't covered. Um, so that's out of pocket, you know, and a lot of jobs are paying 80 to 90% of that coverage, sometimes 100% of that coverage, depending on, on your benefits plan through work. So I am actually looking, you know, I haven't received a new employee yet, but I'm looking at topping up just buying some benefits, um, some just personal benefits to kind of offset some of those, um, you know, uh, prescription stuff, dentist stuff, you know what I mean? Yep. So it's definitely a cost. Like it's not everything's free, but um, like some of the horror stories of like you know people going bankrupt because oh that's what I want to ask you. Uh, my wife wanted to know 
how much i mean don't, don't feel free not to answer if you don't want to but you just had a baby <laughs> yeah uh wh- wh- what are we looking at like you have a job so you're because uh, i always try to convince her to move to the u.s I, I like the idea of living in the u.s um just my people are there i think oh come on come over i'm I, buddy i i'm on board Dude, i've been trying live, to convince my wife for, where for I years live. literally right come live right in my neighborhood we got six golf courses here we could just we could just be full-time oh podcasters <gasps> could and, you imagine Dude, oh it's great i mean i'm, I'm look, already we've, on we've board. discussed we've discussed multiple times about uh the housing cost difference right. between here and there and it's actually cheaper where i live uh to buy a house the same size as my neighbor just here. sold is is selling their house and it's a shitty little house i don't live in a huge mansion i have a, a three bedroom two bathroom raised ranch like it's nothing crazy you know backyard no garage um and the neighbor beside me has a smaller version of a smaller version of my house and they are selling theirs for like six hundred and fifty grand. Dude, come over. It's and crazy. Live here. <laughs> yes, I need a I need uh, a neighbor around here. We to just make it happen. Yeah. I'm gonna start. So, I'm, so I'm gonna start my wife. spamming. To, I'm gonna start spamming your wife's Twitter with listings we, in my area. We need to convince my wife. So she thinks that. If even if I have a job over there, she thinks that we're just going to go bankrupt because some of us, once somebody's going to get sick and we don't have health insurance and we're just all going to, you know, be be broke. So you're uh, you're you have a a job similar to probably something I would have if I worked over there. Correct. Um, so if you, we, I want to know the baby thing, she wanted to know how much out of po- including your you know work benefits you know, out of how pocket. much out of pocket well, i have, I have kind of shitty was I have kind of shitty baby? work if you if you want it don't feel, feel free not to answer if you don't want to no i have kind of shitty work uh benefits like my company doesn't have okay. the greatest plan but it cost me i think 2500 bucks out of pocket that was, that's not awful no and i that's just not that it, bad i just put it on a payment plan <laughs> Like, I'm just like, all right, I'll pay you. That's much better than I thought it was going to be. I'll pay you X amount a month to, uh, and that's how you'll get paid for me. So, like, it's not if you couldn't pay, or like, it's not the, you know, like, it costs me, like, it it benefits. Benefits from my work when we had both of our kids. Basically, the only thing it gave us for, for the pregnancy was. Obviously, any sort of prescriptions we have, it doesn't cost us much of anything. Uh, but we got upgrades to like private rooms and stuff like that. But if you're like a regular person, no, you know, if you're working at McDonald's and have like it doesn't like it does not cost you a penny to have a baby. You might have like a roommate, you know what I mean, in your room, but yeah. that's about it. Interesting. Um, but yeah. I mean, I don't think that's that terrible. Like if you, right? You know, uh, like as it's, far as what it could, it's not like a forty-five thousand. But like, like you, we, I still have to pay through. The, <clears throat> I still have to pay through the nose of the dentist, like for braces and stuff like that. Yeah, like so, of course. Yeah. Um, same. Same here. That's interesting. And the other thing I heard, uh, I don't know if this was true. If you're applying for a job in the U.S., do you have to put your race down? Um. You don't have to. It's like, but do they ask you? Yeah, they'll ask That's you. To, so strange. It's for like diversity purposes, like including. Is it though? Oh yeah, I think it's uh, it's the opposite of what you're thinking. It's that it, you have a better chance to get hired if you're not white. <laughs> yeah, like with that does not come up, and then it's the oh, Rooney Rule. Really, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, so it's the opposite of what I think. 
Yeah, it's the it's, diver- it's for, for because the companies want to hire diverse. They they kind of have to. I mean, the last diverse. company I worked for was very blanco. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's interesting. Okay, so all right, that's, that's, that's I like learning because we're so similar yet so different in some in some aspects. Canada and the U.S. I can't wait till you live next door. That's it, just- it's. We just got to convince Amber. That's it. That's all we got to do. I'm, I'm gonna make her a. I'm gonna hire somebody on Upwork to produce an America trailer, <laughs> a, a USA trailer, and we're gonna send it to her, and she's gonna be blown away uh, by the production quality. <laughs> she's gonna want to. <laughs> she's gonna want to move here just on the trailer alone. Forget about season one and two. She'll be blown away. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, do you want me to get into my last news story here before we wrap it up? Yeah, and then I have one other thing I want to cover. Yeah. All right. Uh, I also have a TV show that I want to talk about um, that I want your feedback on uh, at the end. So remind me. America, I... the TV show. <laughs> That's right. Um, coming to America, featuring me, uh, part three. <laughs> <laughs> um, so FTX, we were talking about it earlier. FTX is set to raise up to a billion dollars at a $20 billion valuation uh, per sources. And this is uh, from the block crypto. Uh, crypto exchange FTX is in the process of closing and f- a funding round set to value the company at around $20 billion. Three sources familiar with the situation told the block. Uh, it's not clear who is leading the round at this stage. A source familiar with the raise, which could be announced uh, as soon as next month, said it uh, could bring anywhere from $400 million to a billion dollars. The source added that fresh capital injection would go towards improving its relationships with large financial service firms uh, and broaden the reach of crypto native market participants. Uh, Last year, FTX made 85 million in fee revenue in 2020. Yeah, no freaking kidding. Uh, And CEO- What were you, like two or three million of that? I paid my share. Uh, 2020, uh, C- uh, CEO Sam Bankman-Fried told uh, Sammy, to those of that know him well, um, <laughs> told the block, adding uh, that for 2021, the exchange expects to make 400 million um, in, in, in fee fees revenue. in fee revenue. Yeah, Jeez. it's crazy. Wow. Uh, and the fee percentage is pretty decent too, so it's like not even that bad. Uh, and shout out to FTX, by the way. All the other exchanges were shut down. Uh, on Wednesday, FTX was running like a dream. And that has been consistently the case at every big dip. Coinbase shuts down, Binance had issues, Kraken had issues. FTX consistently is up and running when you need it to. The, the times where you want to sell or buy and those extremes, they're always running. Like how they are proving time and time again that they are the spot to be. And for the record, we were talking about $10,000 uh, reports to the IRS. Uh, the maximum fee uh, withdrawal or the maximum uh, dollar withdrawal, daily withdrawal uh, on FTX is $9,000. So Sam's already taken care of it. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> are you kidding me right now? Like that's, like, and this was, this has been the case for a long time. Uh, so I don't know, it, FTX. Just, just use it. I, I haven't even used my uh, Rufflink yet, but people should use it. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it later today. Uh, FTX funding round once completed will join a growing list of big ticket capital raises for 2021. These include Paxos 300 million Series D funding round in April and BlockFi's 350 million dollar round in March. Both raises gave these firms valuations above one billion dollars. Jeez, uh, yeah, crazy it's, stuff, right? Eh? 
So FTX place to be. They're FTX. Uh, they were. I, I saw them. Ring. I saw them advertised at the uh, Miami game the other day. Like it's. They are. Uh, yeah. It's 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 crazy. FTX man. That, they don't have. That's they don't your have boy. A, that is. I'm telling you, man. He's the one that's the least shady out of all these MFs. Oh, I, I think I would agree with that, right? Like I, it's just. I don't know. I, I, it just makes me. I don't feel nervous being on FTX. Yeah, I think that's for real. Um, you got one more? No, uh, that is going to do it for us for the news. The one other topic I wanted to cover was a chamber tweet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so we're, what have going I done? To, we're going to play Defend That Tweet. The defense is not back, Mom. Hey, let's get our energy going at the defensive end. Uh, not even really something that you need to defend here, but okay. uh, 16 hours ago, you posted you? with five likes and five comments. So Ooh. a really banner tweet from Real me. hot, hot one. But yeah. Um, I just realized if I could be anything, I would mm. be a professional wrestler. I don't know. I didn't know that about myself. I, so I, 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 we need to cover this because uh, I have some thoughts. So my daughter asked me, I don't know. It was it was the end of the night. Uh, there's a show on Netflix called I think it's Netflix called The Big Show. Uh, called my big, dad's a professional wrestler. It's <laughs> you know you know the Big Show. Yeah, uh, like the wrestler. Oh, it's the Big Show. Yeah, there you go. exactly. So he has a TV show that my daughter watches, and over the pandemic, I've been watching a lot of wrestling content for whatever reason. I'm I'm not a wrestling. <laughs> Uh, that's like this is kind of shocking to me you don't seem like you would be into wrestling i'm not like i like i was when i was a kid like wwf me too when i was a kid it was the best thing ever but even as a kid i didn't wrestler wasn't at the top of my list like i wanted to be like a like i wanted to be a ninja or like a paleontologist you know what i mean i want to dig up dinosaurs like that's teenage, what I want to be. teenage mutant ninja paleontologist basically yeah <laughs> something like that those those were the two things i wanted to be so even when i was a kid loving you know the ultimate warrior so seeing, like michelangelo or ross from friends those are very different places on the spectrum right, of interesting <laughs> so my daughter asked me she's like would you like to be a wrestler and i thought about it i'm like I would absolutely love to be a wrestler. And and I started thinking, I'm like, if I had all the money in the world, I need to, didn't need to work, and I could just pick any career, I'm like, I think I would be a wrestler. I think I would be a wrestler. <laughs> like, it sound, it's so much fun. Like, you just jack yourself up. Like, I'm a big dude. So, like, you know, as Mac would say, uh, you know, I've, You've I've cultivated on, some mass. I've, culti- I've cultivated mass. Like, I kind of have... I could theoretically be a wrestler type i'm not anywhere close to it but you know i could technically maybe yeah, you, have be... the, you have the frame correct and correct. look not every wrestler is like the most jacked dude ever either. right like right. there's plenty of uh there's plenty of space for your body type in the wwe <laughs> that's what i'm saying and yeah there's a wide range of body types that's what i mean yeah. um so i think uh, yeah, it just sounds like fun. And the more content, um, for the record, if, if you haven't watched yet, I think it's on, I don't know if in the States, I think it's on Hulu. In Canada, we have it on Crave, but it's called Dark Side of the Ring. 
And it's all these like crazy wrestling stories from, you know, different decades. Yeah. And it's super fascinating. So over the pandemic, I started watching those a lot with, with my wife. And we've been, they're, they're great stories. So if you haven't watched it, Dark Side of the Ring. But so I've been watching that a lot. And then now watching like old Royal Rumbles and like, it's very, I don't know. I like the whole aspect of it. They had uh, Ultimate Warrior, or not Ultimate Warrior, Undertaker retired this year. Uh, um, for after, the eighth time. For the eighth time. <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. But I mean, that guy was around forever and hearing his crazy stories. Like, I think like an Undertaker type. Yeah, I, I would see. So my follow up questions here are, uh, do you have a persona name? Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, uh, and then my uh, my other question would be, like, um, if you don't have a persona name, you'll you'll never you won't have this. But um, would you have a preferred finishing maneuver? Yeah, see, like, uh, man, that tombstone. When the tombstone came out originally, that was insane to me. That was a, like it was a fresh move. Um, I like the Rock. I I kind of left wrestling bef- maybe just as the Rock got there. Uh, so I didn't get the full rock. Oh wow! Phenomenon. So you missed the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. I but I love the rock now. Um, so, so that's the, I think best case scenario. I look like the rock. You know and what then, I mean? And uh, you, yeah, you would. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. You would be a heel, right? Uh, I would love to be the heel. Uh, yeah, that's, you would. I think that's a no-brainer. You would be the heel. Yeah. So. I guess the rock kind of flip-flop between heel and pretty boy. Yes, what, what do they call it? Sure. Babyface. Yeah, right. Um, I think it's pretty boy actually. Yeah. So I think, I think he flip-flopped like stone cold. Like I think he flip-flopped as well. Uh, but that's, I feel like they're about my height and I feel like, again, if I had nothing but time on my hands and all the training and stuff, I'm like, that's the size I feel like I could get. Maybe not the rock man. The rock's huge. So um, the the reason I wanted to talk about this was because I also, when I was a kid, wanted to be a professional wrestler. Uh, so much so that like me and my buddies would do like make wrestling videos and really, like, oh yeah, we were so into it. This is like eighth grade. So like you okay, know. so like I probably left at like the sixth grade. Okay, so this is like eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade for us, right? And, uh, you know, I actually had a persona and really? I, had a, I had a name for my finishing Oh my move. goodness. <laughs> well, I need to know. My, my persona name was The Outcast. I love it. I love it. My my finishing move was some sort of, it was a variation on the um, uh, the... What's the the rock bottom? So like you were okay, talking yeah, about, yeah. yeah. And it was called the singled out. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. I lo- now who would you like? Who do you kind of see? Like, are you like a like a Brett the Hitman Hart? My like favorites a- like were always the high flying like the Hardy Boys type of Hardy guys. Boys are yeah. awesome. Um, <laughs> like I don't know if you remember. Like maybe this was just before that time. But like the Rockers um, with like Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. Mm, that's so a little earlier than Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Like obviously, you know Shawn Michaels. Um, Shawn Michaels had a tag team before he was Shawn Michaels, and it was the Rockers. And these guys go on YouTube, man. These guys were the best high flyers. Like they were, oh, they're so good. But Hardy Boys, I agree. Or not Hardy Boys. Uh, do you remember the Nasty Boys? Oh yeah, remember them too. Nasty yeah. boys were good. I, I like a good. Ta- I also like a good tag team. So my favorite that- tag team ever was The Rock and Mankind. 
Really? I didn't know that was <laughs> yeah. a tag team. The Rock and Sock Connection. <laughs> was the Undertaker were the were the Undertaker and Kane a tag yeah, team at some they point? Were, like, yep. I feel like that would have been a good one. Yep. Uh, but my favorite tag team would have been uh, Legion of Doom. Oh, um, yeah. or the Bushwhackers uh, back in the day. Yeah. So uh, you you're you've got a couple years on me. So those guys. I was are a little bit. I older. was young though too. Like I was also really young. Like I was probably like yeah. five six when I started watching wrestling. Yeah. In like the, the late eighties. Uh, my parents actually took me and my buddies to a Monday Night Raw event. Really? And I don't think they were anticipating what they got themselves into. We, as 7th, 8th grade boys, saw so many tits that night. (laughs) What, people just flashing? Yep, uh, people just flashing. Yep. That's fantastic. (laughs) Yep, it was was something else. Unanticipated (laughs) boobs as a kid was like... Yeah, it was just, you know, tops. But... (laughs) Anyway, I think also, that's going to do it for I us. I have one last question. Uh, this is just, I want to get your gauge on a show that I've uh, restarted. Um, so we were looking for, my wife likes to watch stuff that's funny. Um, you know, we've we've watched all of the, uh, you know, the offices and It's Always Sunny's and everything ad nauseum. Um, and there was a show we had watched once and I thought it was funny. I see a lot of uh, memes based on the show. And I said, we got to start watching this one over again. And I don't feel it gets the love it deserves. And I do feel it's a top tier show. Uh, and I want to get your feedback on it. Uh, it's The New Girl. Oh, my. I, I've What's your watched, thoughts? I've watched some, most of New Girl. Uh, I think it's pretty good. Um, my wife watches a lot of New Girl. Like, that's I, the show. That's the show she'll watch, like, when I'm out of town or something to, like, just as her, like, background show. I so. would argue that it's it's the problem with New Girl is the fact that it's called New Girl, and I feel that alienates a lot of guys. Oh, I think it's a, a pretty hilarious show. It's it the, is the one episode where they play that game. Uh, I forget what the hell it's called, Pre- presidents or something or uh-huh. uh, is that what it's called? I forget. Oh man, that's an all-time episode where they, I don't know. Yeah, that's of, what I'm saying. Like I watched it's New the Girl's ones. version of Charity McDennis. So uh, well, it's a that's and that's what I'm get, I'm getting from it. It is a. It's not. It's always sunny, but it's no, it's it's a is. nice. If you like sunny, it it's it's an acceptable replacement. If you've kind of yeah, it's watched like all family of it. friendly version of that. <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah, it's not yeah. as you know. Degenerate. No, I would recommend that show. That's a good show. I, I think it's, it's very good, but I feel yeah. it deserves a, a rebrand. I feel New Girl is a bad name for it. Because I think it it alienates uh, too much of the viewing, uh, the viewership, and it's really about the three guy roommates and not the main girl. In my it should opinion. be called Zooey Desk Channel has an apartment. Correct. The B in apartment twenty three. <laughs> yes, that's right. Was um, she in that too? No, it's, it's very blurry to me. I feel like it's the same show. But it's I watched like four episodes yesterday, and I'm like, this is a great show, um, and it doesn't get the love it deserves. I feel. I, I would agree. Good show. So watch New Girl if you haven't. Um, that is going to wrap it up for us. We got a little off the rails with uh, at the end, but I love that's, that's that what we do. So uh, anything else? I, I think, you know, as a um, as 
a you know bit of what we're going to be doing going forward we were talking about doing some twitter spaces every once in a while just shooting the shit chatting crypto um so you might see that coming from us we're actually thinking about putting um you know out some articles on the website as a blog so if you are interested in writing some crypto articles potentially uh hit us up and we would be happy to uh discuss that with you because that's something we're thinking about adding to our website um, you know, we haven't said it a lot in the uh, recently, but please like, subscribe, give us that five star review. Um, really goes a long way. Chamber, what else before we get out of here? I think you hit it on the head. Um, yeah, we just just yeah, give us five star reviews. I forget if it's in the outro because there's an outro part. I forget what I say in it. Um, so if it doesn't say five star reviews, I'll make sure it, I, we add it. Um, but yeah, no, let us know. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter if you have any thoughts for the show, any thoughts for any sort of blog posts. Um, you can reach DM us on Twitter. You can reach out to us in our Telegram. Uh, check. You can email us directly on recpodcast.com. Go check it out. Um, we actually think it's a pretty decent website. Uh, if you haven't yet, take a peek at it. Uh, we, we created ourselves with the help of one of our crypto friends. Um, but that's the spot we'll, you know, where, those, where those blog posts are probably going to appear. Um, so take a look at it. And if, uh, if you have any questions, you can DM us uh, in many ways. But uh, check out recpodcast.com and uh, that will point you in the right direction. That is going to do it for us, for my esteemed colleague Chamber and myself. Don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.